feel so bad Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my own man looks good Wednesday just don't go Good evening, listeners. Well, I'm back for episode 12. This week's guest is a man that I've known, I think, for about 10 years. It, it was actually a, a weird meeting when we first met. I was actually riding along uh, Wellington Road in Knox, heading towards the city, uh, where this young chap, or younger than me, a lot younger than me, rode past me, or ro- not rode past me, rode beside me and started chatting to me. I'm going, oh, shit, I've got to talk to somebody here while I'm riding. So, you know, we're chatting away for... <coughs> about five or so minutes, and then uh, this young chap said to me, oh, would you like to, to, to ride with our group? And I said, uh, yeah, okay, but I'm not very good. I'm pretty slow. He goes, no, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a family group. It's a, it's a no-drop ride, so yeah, we'll, we'll wait for you if need be. But, yeah, we ride every Sundays, and uh, you're more than welcome. So the following week I joined them, and as the saying goes, the rest is history. And uh, I began to uh, ride with this group, and um, welcome Aaron. He's the... Uh, founder and president of Roval Riders Cycling Club, a rather large family-based cycling club in the eastern suburbs. How are you, mate? How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Our pleasure. Always our pleasure to have somebody interesting as you on on the show. Mate, I've got to say, it's very hard to find out info about you on the Google machine and even on LinkedIn. I even had to reach out to you and say, mate, are you on LinkedIn and you actually sent me your link and, and I found a, a little bit, a few things about you and I'm even friends with you on Facebook and there's not much detail. You don't divulge much detail on Facebook either. So for someone that doesn't divulge that much info on social media, you're, you're a founder of a, one of the largest cycling clubs in the eastern suburbs. Can you elaborate please on how it all began and um, did you ever think it was going to be this big? Uh, no, no, thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> There's this, this stuff. You might just have to search and spend a bit more time on Google. <laughs> I, I might have to, but I, I couldn't find anything, trust me. But anyway. Yeah, that, that might be a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. It's a, I never thought it would get this big. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's completely just um, – it's been a really amazing journey to get to where we are today. So, But I think in terms of how it all began, <clears throat> I um, – I was back on the bike again. Life was, you know, pretty average at that time. And um, I started riding again with Paul, Paul Brewer. Brew, yeah. And, um, yeah. Good shout out to Brew, Brew Air. Brew Air. Air conditioning. Air conditioning, that's right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we just started riding together again. We've been riding together for 33 years. And wow. We, um, yeah, started riding together. And then I went to a – it all sort of really began once I went to a sleepover at my son's school. Okay. And uh, for, a, you know, the school camp sleepover. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's get that right. <laughs> and I uh, met one of the dads there, Steve Pepper, and um, just okay. had a chat to him yeah. and said, hey, you should come along, you know, come ride with us. And, yep. um, of course, he was in the athletics and, and all that sort of stuff. And then he brought a couple of friends, Dicko and uh, and uh, Steve Lilly. Steve Lilly, yes. And then, yeah, it just went from there. And a bit like your story, Bill, it's like I'd just stop and talk to people and <laughs> yeah. have a chat with them. And, yeah, you do. You and, do. Uh, okay, come along, come yeah. along. And then just went from there. From, but, from there, yep. But I think the, the key was also not only meeting Steve Pepper and then meeting those other people uh, coming yeah. along was um, when I went to see my dad over in Perth and uh, hadn't seen him for like 30 years and I thought, oh, what am I going to do if I get if I get bored? You know, so I took my bike yeah. with me, you know, yeah. and then I just got on the bunchfinder.com and okay. searched up uh, 
you know, bunches in Bunbury down okay, in yep. Western Australia yes, there. Yep. And uh, come across the Southwest Cycle Club. Shout out to them. And, Big shout uh, out to Southwest Cycle Club in, in WA. In WA, yeah. And uh, just saw what they did and how they yeah. ran their rides. And I came back and said to Steve Lilly, Steve Pepper and Paul and that and said, hey, if we let's make a group of this. And um, if we are going to do that, we need to be here every Sunday. And yeah, off we went. Off we went. And, and, yeah. and the rest is history, like they say. So. Yeah, I should, I should know this answer, but I keep forgetting because my memory is pretty bad these days. How many members do we have? Uh, we've got currently 137, but memberships members, yeah. paid up members, but yeah. memberships are due. So make yeah. sure you <laughs> make sure you a lot of days listening. Make sure you, you pay up. up. Yep, and it's very cheap. Cheap. <laughs> yes, thirty bucks a year. So, yeah. um, but in total, we've had 192 financial yeah. members. That, yes, that's right. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just been awesome. It's been awesome, so. man. No, it's been a bit, it's been a huge ride for you. Like what? Do you remember exactly when it's what, what year it started? So I started riding again in two thousand nine. Okay, so, yeah. and uh, we sort of were on and off and on a Sunday morning, and we, we weren't very keen to ride on a wet day, <laughs> no, not no. like some of the guys are today. <laughs> yeah, it certainly has changed over the years. That's for sure. <laughs> it certainly has. We used to ride rain, hail, and shine. But um, two thousand nine started on back on the bike. Then uh, two thousand ten, we just became a little bit more consistent and that's when I went over to Perth and okay, yeah. rode with the Southwest Cycle Club. Uh, and then in 2000, January 11, I think it was, 2011, we officially started our Facebook page. Yep. And, uh, you know, we post rides on the Facebook page, but that's then we right, sort yeah. of found that to be a bit frustrating when yeah. you missed the announcements and, and stuff mm. like that. Um, and then it just really kicked off once we got onto Team App. Yeah, to, exactly right. Yeah. So do you remember when... The first kit was brought out. Oh, jeez. I, I think it was uh, around I, 2012. I, I do have a picture of that somewhere. In, in, yeah. In, in, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. 2012, yeah. I think it was 2012. Yeah. That was a big, I remember that was a big buzz for, for, the, for the group at that stage. It we was. Were, we were only a small group, but there was a yeah. big buzz like, well, we've got a, we've got a kit. We were real official and and, um, yeah, and and we stood out, didn't we? Yes. Uh, oh, the orange and black yeah. is our colour. And it still stands choice. out. Yeah. Yes. In yeah. fact, I think people have copied us or copied you, copied you, I think. There's a lot, a lot of orange going around at the moment, I noticed. Yeah, there, there is a bit out yeah, there. there's a bit so, out there, yeah, um, yeah. We just chose those colours because yeah. they were bright and bright, you could yeah, see us. And see us, exactly, yeah. A bit of safety. And how many versions have we had now up to date? Do you remember? Do you know? We're up to version four, Version I think. four. And they have yep. changed slightly. And Well, actually the latest one's probably gone a little bit different to what the original one was, hasn't it? Yes. So that's pretty yep. cool at, you know. Some really cool um, designs in the late, latest one, I, I feel. Yeah, yeah, there is. And I think the the evolution of the kit is is symbolic of the evolution of the, how Rev Rival Riders exactly. itself. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, we never know what's going to be in the next one. Well, you know, I'm pushing for the blue part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, blue and orange does go very well together. So, look, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Yeah. Well, I won't be around by then. I don't. <laughs> but never mind. Anyway, let's talk about some of the rides that uh, Rival Riders do, mate. So um, the main ride's on a Sunday. Uh, yes, Sunday mornings. And um, where, where do we go? What do you, explain to the listeners. Well, where, we where sort of try and, you know, hills one week and, yep. and down the beach the other, down uh, quite often past your new your new uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, house down there, yeah. on, down in uh, Karen. Yep. Um, yeah, so we go to the hills, we go the um, down the beach on Sundays, yep. you know, do different different rides, support yes. different coffee shops. And, yeah, yeah, you do, you do um, support a lot of the coffee shops around the, the Bayside and yes. the Peninsula area. Yes, so, you see about thirty odd cyclists in, in orange and black supporting the coffee sh- coffee shops around here. Yes, so. which is good. Yeah, so yeah, you, 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 we do. Or sorry, rival riders do do mix it up. You know, uh, up in the hills, Mornington, 
Port Melbourne. Yep. Um, and even the other side of town, even Warren died. And there's a ride, um, oh, north side as well, over, over the north uh, at times. Very, very rarely though. Yes, we don't, we're, we're trying to go a bit more north. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Warrandyte is the start of that. Start of that, that's right. Um, yeah. We've got the King Lake ride. Um, that's right, the King Lake ride. Yeah, that's what I was yep. talking about. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, so we do like other rides too. We do like the um, Hump Day, hump day which I was on yeah. today. Oh, no, that's, tomorrow's hump day. Oh, tomorrow's, tomorrow's hump, hump day. day. <laughs> I know you rode today. But. <laughs> yes, I did ride today. I'm just confused. Um, yeah, so we do hump day, which is generally just a, 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 a ride up into the hills and yeah. – um, Enjoy the weather up there and mm-hmm. most times. Um, we do our Thursday night Devils. Devils, yes. Up can Devil's Elbow. The, uh, de- can you explain to the listeners down this side of town where, where Devil's Elbow is? Well, Devil's Elbow is the start of the tourist road just yeah. off Burwood Highway That's, there and yeah. it's, a, it's a lovely little climb, <laughs> about five and a half k's at about 6%. Um, yeah, it's quite popular on a Thursday night. It, used to, it used to be one of Dicko's favourites once upon a time. Sucky, sucky hill. Sucky, sucky, sucky hill. That's yes, right. that's right. When he used to ride it. <laughs> um, yeah, so – we, yeah, then we do Sundays um, after that. So, yeah. yeah, it's been pretty good. And I, I noticed we're introducing gravel rides. Yes, we're going to start trying to do a gravel ride once a month. Once a month, yep. Um, we've got one of those coming up shortly. I think it's this Saturday, isn't it? Or, or I believe so. Yeah. I'll be I'll be working night shift, so <laughs> I won't be there. So I, I don't I have a gravel sure. bike either. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, not only do, do rival riders do these rides, but they also also do some fundraising rides as well. Can you explain some a couple of those, please, to the listeners? What we do? Yeah, Bill, we take a bit of inspiration from yourself. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> and your uh, in your fundraising, which yeah. has been awesome. So yeah, we have three big events to raise money for and three charities. The first one is the our biggest of the year, which is a Good Friday crucifix. Yep. The crucifix being taking yeah. on four climbs in the in the Daniel Ranges, and, and when you look at the map, it looks like you've done a crucifix. Yeah. Um, it's a tough ride, but uh, this year we've raised we raised twelve hundred dollars. Very good, um, and we've probably raised probably about three to four thousand dollars for the yep. Children's Hospital over the yeah. years. Okay, so. so the Children's Hospital, excellent. Yep. Yes. Uh, then we do the Amy Gillett Foundation for our Tour de France night. That's right. Um, yep. Amita Matters, mm-hmm. uh, and we do a Christmas ride up to Sky High. Uh, raise money for Beyond Blue. That's right, yeah. And you do an Anzac Day ride as well? Yes, yeah. We, yeah. we head up to um, Calorama and yep. support the Anglican Church and their uh, their service at about 9.30 right, on Anzac yeah. Day. Yeah. Uh, and I get a phone call every year to make sure we're coming. coming yeah, we awesome. sort of become part of the but, community but, yeah, I, up yeah, there, which, that, yeah. which is important as a cycling group, you know, for people is, to see yeah, us and actually yeah. know that we're human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're not just people on bikes. On bikes, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been good. We have a few people um, who have served. Yeah, in rival riders, That's and right, yep. if they're with us on the day, they'll they'll you know, present a wreath to the, the wreath, yeah, uh, there, and yeah, it's, it's really good. And we have all rival riders has an annual dinner each year, and and this year's, which unfortunately I missed, I had to go to a wedding, not mine by the way. Uh, and this year's guest, and we have a guest speaker every year, and this year's was uh, Matt Keenan, and from all. Reports he was excellent. Yeah, he was awesome this yeah. year. So. They've all been great, but I've, I've heard that Matt Ken was a really good speaker this year. Yeah, yeah. So he he was really good. The the annual gin is our you know our biggest night of the year. Exactly. So yeah. we, we sort of go all out, dress up and get fancy. Yeah, like a, our brown low. 
It is. It is the <laughs> Rover Riders Brownlow for the – we have some fun awards, which yeah. you've helped me out with yeah. in the past. And we are – yeah, the, big, the biggest one being the Look Fork Award, look, which we'll yeah. get into a bit we'll get, we'll later. Get, we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, that's for the best club person, mm-hmm. you know, someone who's really been contributing to the club. And that's just not, not just the best rider. It's just someone, like you said, has contributed well to the, to the club. Yeah, yeah, I sort of put it out that, you know, someone who has – you know, contributed to the club, but also put Roval Riders first and, yeah. and put its members first That's right, yeah. in everything they've done for the year. So, um, and yeah, we've had, you know, people like Matt Keenan, um, Shane Kelly, Shane Kelly yeah. uh, Stuart Tripp, who's a Paralympian. Paralympian, yes. Uh, he was good. Come and talk to us. Oh, and okay. They've all been great, I must admit. Yeah, yeah, they've been yeah. awesome. Yeah, they've been great. Unfortunately, it was the first one that I've missed. Um, anyway, we'll catch up on that one. Um, what other activities do Roval Riders hold, mate? Well, we've got Bright coming up. Bright, yes, right. Bright can weekend you, can away. Explain to the listeners what we do. So, on pretty much, we just put some rides on up in Bright, and people get all their own accommodation. And yep. if they can come, they come. If oh, they yep. can't, then they can ride with the group back home. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we take on some of the biggest climbs like Hotham and Falls Creek and Mount, Mount Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, you know, if you don't want to do those, you can just cruise around Bright and enjoy the uh, yeah. weekend away. Have a fun, fun weekend away, yeah. And, um, also, there's Tour Down Under as well. Yes, Tour yeah. Down Under. Um, we've done that for quite a few years now. Uh, we've had recently had some members go to Italy this year with Gradient Blue Tours. That's right, yes. Uh, and they've taken on some of the biggest climbs, you know, just huge. And I believe there's one next year as well, correct? Uh, yeah, there's a bit of a holiday that uh, we're, a few people are heading over, a bit like the Bright Weekend. Just mm-hmm. There'll be a couple of rides on if you want to come you know, get your accommodation and off you go. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping to get over there because yeah. I was a bit jealous. I didn't yeah. get to go on the first one. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, so it's, you know, taking on some iconic climbs like the Stelvio, Gavia, Mortarolo, everything that the pros have done. Very you know, good. Some Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and in the last few months, we've been very fortunate enough from Knox Council to acquire some club rooms. How did that come about? Can you explain well, it's like everything in Roval Riders, Bill, it just happens. Happen, yeah. You know, one day but, we're but, talking about it. But it happens because of some good work from, from, from oh, people. Ab- absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And the, the thing is, is like everything in Roval Riders has just happened. Yeah. You know, it's never been forced or no. pushed or no. whatever. But, um, you know, one minute we're talking about it. Next minute I'm talking to the deputy mayor while I'm having a coffee. <laughs> Next thing you know, we've got options. 18 months later, we've got our own club rooms. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, as you said, it, like with all the hard work from, you know, particularly Steve and Paula yeah. and Damon who've really just put it all, put, brought put it all, all together. Yeah, brought it all together, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, just here it's we a, are. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and we've like, got uh, some club uh, rooms. Yeah, like we, we, uh, we've, we've talked about it and, and nothing's ever happened and all of a sudden, bang, here we go. Bang, yeah. it's, it's happened, you know. And, and, they're, and they're pretty awesome club rooms too, just quietly. Yeah, they are. Oh, and um, we've good. been very lucky to have some amazing support from the Knox Council. Exactly, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, our, yeah, without their support and without their, like, want, them wanting just to have use the room. So yeah. it's been really, it's been awesome. Oh, so. great. Now, how much more can the club grow, do you think? Well, that's <laughs> it's endless, isn't it? <laughs> it, it? Look, it is. It, it all depends on how many people, people want to ride with yeah, us, yeah, you exactly, know. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've been lucky uh, to have lots of people want to ride with yeah. us, and and obviously they enjoy riding with us. Yeah. Um, we sort of set our sights on a target of you know maybe a hundred members a year. You know, yeah. have a hundred members, and luckily the last four years we've been able to exceed that. We've been lucky, very um, lucky, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, but, you know, we're always looking for new people. I was talking to a guy at work the other day who is a keen rider. He's okay. going to hopefully come on a ride so with that, us. So I was going to ask you, how, how can, who can join and how can they join? Well, I sort of had to think about this when you sent me the question, yeah. Bill. So <laughs> um, generally anyone over 18 
has a has a moderate level of fitness, some cycling shoes and a well maintained road bike, and you know the ability to do maybe sixty five k's in the saddle. Yep. And um, you know, they're, if they're interested, then they can give give us a call. I do I do like to give chat to people just because we might yeah. not be the group that's for them. For them, exactly. You know, yeah. so they yeah. might want to go out and you know. Have a different bit. ideas, yeah. um, but uh, we're always looking for new members, yeah, particularly yeah. female members. Female, yeah. yeah, we're always looking well, for some we, we, more ladies few, to join us. We've got a few female members, and a big shout out to, to our, to our, our female uh, members at, at, at Rover Rise. We've got quite, quite a few. The numbers have have increased over. Like originally started off with one, and then two, and then you know, how many would there be? You know, off the top of your head. Oh, there must be at least ten or so. 10 I would or 12, have thought so more than that. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. But yeah. more, I'm thinking more regular riders. More so. regular riders. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, but um, yeah, we're always looking for for people to join us, and yeah, if they want to, you know, come along, then give us a call. Absolutely. Um, now, a little bit that I read about you on, on social media, you uh, completed the five dams ride in WA a few years ago. Yes. Can you please explain to listen what the five dams? Right is all about, please. Okay, so I guess it's a bit like round the bay for for um, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more hillier, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little just bit a more little hills. Bit. <laughs> uh, there's five dams in in Perth, five, five yeah. dams. Um, I can't remember them all. That's okay. Um, but uh, so you ride to all the five dams. There is a three dams ride where you ride to three of them, and then yeah, why do three when you can do five? <laughs> that's right, exactly right. But the five dams is 250k. Yes, about two and a half thousand vertical vertical meters of climbing of climbing. Yeah, and some of it's quite steep, especially when you ride to the bottom of the dams and back up to the wall. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so I flew over there with uh, one of our early members, and we I was with my dad, so I stayed down with my dad. Did some training up in the hills near his place, and then. Met up with uh, Andy in um, in Perth, and off we went. Okay, it's a it's a big day in the bike. Big day, yes, like a very big day. Uh, can you explain roughly how long you would have thought it would have taken? Uh, it took us ten hours. Ten hours. Ten hours of riding. Yeah, yeah. So that's good going. It is because obviously Ks. the you know the two and a half thousand verticals spread yeah, out over yeah yeah, uh, yeah exactly. A bit. So the first the only problem with the, the five dams is the first four dams are in the first hundred and twenty k. And then the yeah. next dam is 50 k's away, oh, the last okay. one. Yep. And then from there, it's another 80 k back home. Back home. And it's a, the the 80 k home after the the last dam is uh, serpentine. Is um, it's a bit going like the you know on a flat road, and it's usually the southwesterly is kicked in. The oh, Fremantle okay. doctors yep, yep. come in, doc- and you're heading west, and the southwesterly is yep. in your face. Yep. And uh, nice, lovely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But the final 40 k's is awesome because it's yeah. a tailwind all the way home nice, on the. Yeah. On the Quinana bike track, which very, is very good, an very awesome good. bike awesome track. Bike. So, uh, excellent, excellent. So, um, what do you think's next for Roval Riders? Oh, I don't really know. Yeah, um, there's, well, there is a lot coming up in the next few few months and yep. the next few years. You know, we've got our you know bright weekend, the two and under. We've got all our other Sunday rides and yep. all our regular rides. And, um, and Italy next, Italy next, next year, year yeah. and we've got the club rooms. But club, I think yeah. the biggest thing for us in the next 12 months will be really getting our social calendar going with yeah, the club rooms. Club rooms, yeah. We really yeah. want to make – need to utilise those club rooms. Absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, so we've recently just put in a subcommittee. Yes. Um, the social subcommittee. Social subcommittee, yeah. And Joe Ebinger has taken that yeah. on. Yeah, big shout out to Joe. And who else is on that? Uh, Kelly, Kelly Cheshire, Kelly, yes, yeah. and my lovely wife, Michelle. Oh, beautiful. Oh, awesome. That. Three lovely ladies. Three lovely awesome. ladies, yes. So we'll, 
I, I reckon we'll have some good social nights with those three. I'm yes, pretty sure we will. Absolutely. So that's yes. what we're trying to. I think that's where we're going to probably grow the most in the next. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we really months. haven't had a social committee. It's, it's been our committee, and we've yep. done you know certain at, at social activities, but not to the extent that we can now with the social rooms, with the club rooms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've got it's, a space now. Yeah. So. We've got a space, and it's, and it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. So we want to use them and make May the most well, of them. Exactly so. right. May as well make the most of them. That's absolutely. Right. All right, let's go to an ad break. Uh, you're listening to Triple B Socials. Come, Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Welcome back to Triple B Socials with our very special guest, Aaron. Co-founder, oh, not co-founder, founder and president of Roval Riders. A little bit about yourself now, mate. Um, where did you grow up? I was born in Perth. Oh, Sandgroper. Yes, I'm even Sandgroper. Hey, we've got something in common. I was born in WA as well. well there you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, when I was eight, I moved over here with my mum and my two sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I've lived here ever since. Okay. So, Schools over here in Melbourne? I went to four primary schools. Four primary if schools? I include the one in West in Perth, Okay, yeah, yeah, so, why not, yes. Um, yeah, so, and then I end up at Sindal High School. Sindal High, oh, okay. Sindal High, Sindal Secondary College yes, eventually. Yes. And yeah. then... Um, Left there in the uh, at the end of year eleven. Oh, lovely. Okay. Um, any nicknames growing up or of late? Uh, yeah. So you may not believe this, Bill, but um, my nickname as a kid was Bones. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a super skinny super kid. Super skinny so enough to for the, some people thought I was you know looking like a skeleton. So <laughs> might be set for Halloween. But um, now pretty much Twiggy. Or uh, yeah. a lot of you guys at Rove will call me Skip or Skipper. Skip, skip or so, Skipper. Yeah. At one stage, who was giving you sexy legs? Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was me. <laughs> I've got there, look, there's some other nicknames we're probably not best to discuss. But, no, we, um, won't name, we, won't, we won't discuss those. I am pretty happy with how good my calves are. Though, <laughs> <laughs> that was a self-proclaimed nickname, was it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it wasn't Brewer, was it? <laughs> no, 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 he, no, he, wouldn't, he, he wouldn't be so kind, would he? No, no. that's right. That's right. <laughs> um <clears throat> what major sport did you play as a youngster? Cricket. Cricket. Yes, Love I was a mad, mad cricketer. cricketer. Yes. Who were your idols back in the day? Oh, jeez. Oh, this is showing my age a bit, but you know, hey, there was I Steve show you my age. <laughs> there was uh there was uh yeah, um Dennis Lilly, Dennis Lilly the yeah. Chapels. Chapel, yeah. You know, back then, um Alan Border. Yeah. Sort of, you know, I, I watched it right, you know. I, I don't follow it as much as I used to. Yeah, but, no, neither yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, to I must admit, I remember when I was growing up as a teenager, me and my mates, we'd watch every ball during the, every test, Australia, England, Australia, West Indies or whatever. But as of late, I don't I don't watch it as much, you know, I must admit, yeah. Yes, yeah. but, um, you know, Ricky, I love watching Ricky Ponting. Ponting yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, Steve Smith, he's, he's a great yeah, batsman, batsman to watch. Yeah. And, you know, the uh, there was always love watching Merv. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could not love watching Merv exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep. So cricket was my thing. Yeah. Until uh, yeah, until I couldn't play any. I did well. Just stop playing. Stop playing. Yeah. So, so cricket was your major sport as a youngster. So when did you commence cycling seriously? Well, that, like and it, why? And why? Well, 
I just had I always had a love for for riding, okay. um, especially when I was you know as a kid you rode everywhere. Like yeah. it's not like these days when playstations and yeah, exactly games and stuff. You, your bike was your you know your freedom but to go yeah, anywhere yeah, and everywhere. Yeah. Your bike was almost almost your best friend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, and I my I had quite a few bikes when I was younger and always appreciated a, a nice bike and. Um, yeah, so I just rode around, but I really didn't really get into it until probably 16, 17. Yep. And around 17, that's when I met Paul, Paul, yep. Paul Brewer, and we, we've been riding together ever since. And he's sort of been, a, you know, he's always been a good bloke to ride with and yeah. has kept me riding, really. Yeah, he has, so, yeah. And he, he's quite a you know, decent rider as well. And, he, and he's very helpful as well out in, the, out in the roads, except when he gets you lost once upon a time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we won't yeah. mention the pool, don't worry. Yeah, well, the, the the thing about Paul is he's always in front of me. Yeah. It's very rarely I'm in front of him, so he's been a good windbreak for a long yeah. time. <laughs> very good. Um, now, you mentioned Miss Michelle just before, your, your lovely wife. You recently got married. And um, from memory, well, not from memory, I, I do know this as fact, is uh, originally it was your 50th birthday. That's correct, And yes. you sent out invites for 50th birthday and you decided to get married on the same day well, without the guests knowing, correct? That's correct. So what Michelle and I plan to do, I'm very lucky to find love a second time, so yeah. I was pretty, you know, pretty excited about that. Well, I found and, her a third time, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the... The fact that um, Michelle even said yes was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Michelle turned 60 okay. in July and I turned 50 in October. So we picked a date in the middle yeah. and said we'll have a 50, 60 birthday party. Mm-hmm. And then we secretly conspired to have a wedding in the afternoon mm-hmm. with uh, about 20 people, mm-hmm. or just family. Family, yeah. And then we would tell everyone at the party. Okay. So just let me backtrack a bit so your your party 50 birthday guests had no idea about the wedding no did your family have any idea about the wedding or the family were told about the the family were told okay and they were told in strict confidence not to tell anyone (laughs) okay and you told your sons and they didn't tell anyone (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) i was more worried about some other people's family but uh they they didn't they didn't let the cat out of the bag which was good 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 so unfortunately Damon and myself were overseas at the time, so what you didn't, were, you know, I was a bit upset. Bill <laughs> yeah, didn't we fly, could, back fly back. We could have flown back, couldn't we? How rude of us! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess for a fifty-sixty is not worth it, but for a wedding, it might have been. It might have, yeah, exactly. But, if you had told, but I hadn't wedding, told mate, you. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Um, so when you announced you you got married, you were married at that stage. How, how did the guests take it that, that had no idea about it? How did they take it? Well, there was I think a few people had figured it out. Oh, really? um, they, uh, yeah, especially like people close to the family, there were oh, probably okay. a few things going on and it was like, oh, you know, yep, no, nah, it's a wedding for sure. But yeah. we did try our best. Like yeah. we sort of got dressed up and in, in completely. We'll talk about, we we'll talk about, about that. that we'll talk about and, that shortly. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we arrived late to sort of give them a feeling it might have been a wedding. <laughs> Some people thought the wedding was going to be at the party. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then we sort of left it and left it and left it and then about, yeah, halfway through the night, we got up and my son introduced Mr. and Mrs. Ah, very First good. First dance. Yeah. Awesome. Everyone's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? been, that would have been awesome. <laughs> it Excellent. was. It was a good reaction. Uh, awesome. So let's just get on to that dress sense here. So you, you have an obsession with look bikes and on the wedding day you took that to a new meaning. Yes. Can you please explain firstly your obsession with look bikes and secondly why and how did it make such a major impact on your wedding day, which is the most important day of your life or, and you've made a big, big, big impact with look. Please explain. Yeah, so um, I didn't realise the impact of the, the, my look bikes until I was going through my separation and going to see a psychologist and he goes, so he told me about a ride look bikes and he goes, oh, I get that. 
And I'm like, what? You, you understand? He goes, yeah, I think it's from his explanation, it has a bit to when I was going through my, you know, my mum and dad were divorcing and stuff like that. It's like you, you want people to pay attention to yeah. you because everything else is going in other directions. And um, the word look sort of, you know, sort of was uh, something that I could – relate to you know mm-hmm. I wanted people to you know look at me and pay attention yeah. so okay. and I didn't realize that till about probably 10 years ago <laughs> but um I brought my first look in 91 okay. the uh, KG86 which I still have okay um if anyone all those cycling fanatics out there it was uh the bike that Greg Lamont won the Tour de France oh, on yeah, yep yes and uh I still have it in my uh in my collection. Is that the one up on the wall? Yes, it was up on the wall. Doesn't see, it hasn't been ridden for quite a few years, yeah, probably no. about 12 years or so. That's okay. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to get rid of no, it. No, of so. course not. Um, and, yeah, with the uh, – the, I then went to buy a new bike and then it's like, well, what am I going to ride? And uh, so I would try to heap of different bikes and then I rode a Look 585 and went – I'm, this is it. So, yep, so you're hooked. I, that's it. I've never ridden anything else. Yeah, no, since. I've noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> I have six of them. <laughs> six, six look boys. Okay. So, secondly, like I said, how did it make such an imp- major impact on your wedding day, mate? Can you please explain to the listeners? Yeah. <laughs> so, if you look up Look Cycle, uh, you'll see that their their um, logo is a, a um, an example of uh, Pierre Mondrian. Which is a famous French artist. Yes, and uh, so he uses lots of colours. Yes, so we wanted people to wear those colours. Yeah. You know, whether it was red, blue, yellow, black, or white, wear that to the to our party. Okay. And Michelle and I went about sourcing Mondrian clothing. Yes, I, I had a custom suit made from uh, in China, <laughs> in Mondrian colourway. Yes, uh, Michelle had a, a some parachute pants and a, a, a jacket and a t shirt, and I had. Shoes. We both had shoes, you know, brought off ST for twelve dollars. Oh. <laughs> you can buy anything in places like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically shoes, socks, jocks, pants, t-shirt, all, uh, jacket, and the hat, um, which I actually did myself. All in look colours. All in look colours. Yes. And people, listeners, sorry, if you look at the at the at their link to, at um, on our on my page, Facebook or not Facebook on Radio Karen page, you'll see. The look colours on on Aaron's head. He's, got, yeah. he's wearing the cap at the moment. Yeah, so, so I actually did that myself because I couldn't buy one that I oh, wanted. Oh, really? So that's um, pretty. That's awesome. Yeah, I was pretty oh, happy excellent. with that. No, so yeah, awesome. So yeah, so that's pretty much how it uh, all came about. And it's sort of a good way of disguising the the wedding and, announcement. And um, now, from memory, <laughs> you went on your honeymoon to Bali. And you wore this look suit on the aeroplane. Why was that, Aaron? Please explain. At the wedding during the speeches and stuff like that, all I heard was, you have to wear that on the plane. Okay. So I took I took it on and uh, went home <laughs> and um, hung it up and put it on the plane and got a few awesome comments actually in the, <laughs> yeah. in the airport and on the plane. They we were got, very impressed. You would have got a few stares. <laughs> I got a few stares. <laughs> but but, but had, hey, but you did it. <laughs> yeah, I had an American pilot who was flying back to the States and he just goes, that is the best suit I've seen. <laughs> and he says, I've seen a lot of suits in a lot of airports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was out there. I it must was, admit it was it out is. there. All right, let's move on away from you, from the look. Um, what is the one thing people may be surprised to find out about you, Aaron? Okay, I love listening to Australia all over. Um, with Macca on a Sunday morning. Okay. Now, yeah. it's, a, it's a radio show, show on Radio head. Australia. It starts about 5.30 in the morning and goes through till 10 o'clock. Okay. Um, I don't get a lot of ch- time to listen, listen to, to it, it no. but a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people are probably listening to this as a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll listen to it okay. as a podcast during the week and 
Um, yeah, I reckon there's nothing better than listening to Macca on a Sunday morning. So, so. what's it called again, please? Or the uh, well, I call it. Everyone sort of calls it Macca on a Macca on a Sunday morning. Okay. Um, it's on Australia all over on the ABC. Okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Okay. Yeah. So I just yeah nothing better. Okay. Awesome. All right. So um, do you have a favourite quote or saying? Yeah, well, I've had a few over the years, but the, I just recently saw one that sort of went, oh, this is, that is an awesome, and it's, this is it. We often suffer more in imagination than we do in reality. We often suffer more in imagination than we do in reality. Yes. Very good. And I think that's probably true to true. rival riders. Yes. You know, there's so yeah. many times you're stressing about stuff. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because you're imagining what's going to well, happen you know, or like, how's this going to go. Well, I've got to tell you, now that I think about it, yeah, spot on. Like when I was in business, I would just worry so much about things that I had no control over. Yep. And I just worry. And yeah. Then, and then at the end of the day, it was nothing. But in reality, yeah. everything was okay. Exactly. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. I got my jobs done. I got my work done. There was no issues to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to have that confidence. And and as my partner tells me, I am a negative person, <laughs> which I am. But anyway, but yeah, but you're absolutely right. 100%. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, so I thought that was, that was Excellent. good yeah, for tonight. That's awesome. So, yeah. so what makes Aaron happy? Well, Bill, I think the the one thing for me as I've gotten older is uh, just having people around. Like there's nothing for me better than a barbecue and a bunch of friends, friends over or a yeah. bunch of family over, you know, just chilling out, you know, no, not stressing about anything, yeah. just relaxing, enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And quite often I'll hold a, a boys' night or whatever yeah. and just, you know, just have some people over and enjoy yeah. enjoy a few drinks. And uh, I've got to say you're 100% correct. Um, like friends to me play – Massive part in my life, and they always have. Not having any brothers or sisters, I, I, not I don't choose my friends, but I, I mean I have got I've got some great friends that have lasted like fifty years, and now I have different groups of friends. I've got my cycling friends now, and I've also got my football friends and and my school friends. So yeah, and and, and friendship to me is, is is a huge part of my life. Yeah, and I totally agree with you, Aaron. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, What's the first job you ever had? You know, it could be selling newspapers, anything except pocket money from your folks, mate. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, pretty much when being a single mum, <laughs> my mum being a single mum, there, yeah. there wasn't a lot of pocket, pocket money. money. No, no, no. But um, I've had a, had a few kind of like, um, you know, I always did the usual things as a kid, you know, mow the lawns. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, get, you know, if there was a dollar here, a dollar there, you'd take you'd it. Take you know. exactly, yeah. Um, My grandfather even dragged me around doing a newspaper run one school holidays, but I don't think, I think I made a lot of mistakes and they never asked me back. <laughs> you went to live in the newspaper to the wrong address, were you? I, I think I did. My, my grandfather was the sort of guy, oh, that'll be okay, just drop it there, it'll be all right. You know? It was probably three doors down, you know. But um, the, probably my, my actual first job yeah. was a local butcher cleanup kid. Oh, okay. And um, I only found out when I got my apprenticeship and, and I had to leave that uh, the guy said, I've been trying to get rid of you for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I found out that as a butcher, he'd had no kid had lasted more than six months. Oh, really? And um, I was the longest serving, longest serving. Well, <laughs> clean up go. kid, you know, and he, he, as I said, he'd done everything to get rid of me and he just gave up trying to get rid of me. <laughs> he kept you on. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. I, I didn't mind working when I was a kid. Oh, so. good. Oh, very good. So... First car you owned? Yes. My, I loved my Datsun 200B 200, SX. SX, okay. Yes, but um, unfortunately someone thought it would look better in their driveway than mine. Uh, and, don't, uh, you, don't you hate that? <laughs> I was out at Calder Park for the drags. Yeah. Know, and um, went back to the car and it wasn't there. 
that's, that's a scary thing when that's that's happened to me, and it's yeah, it's a yeah. scary thing. So yeah, that was a bit. Of, that was my first car. And what color was it? Silver. Silver. And did you have a name for it? Didn't have a name oh, for it, okay, but cool. um, yeah, it was like super cool because the Datsun SX on the back was reflective. Oh. <laughs> nice, you know, nice. And yeah. I'd done it, you know, been re-sprayed and I'd done a bit of work to it, and then yeah, just someone thought okay. it looked really good. Very good. <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah. Look better in your drive than theirs, though. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a superhero? I don't really have no. a superhero no. myself. Um, Fair enough. But uh, if I was to have one, I'd love to be the Invisible Man. <laughs> yes, not, yeah, yeah. You know, because sometimes it'd be good just to disappear, disappear, but then it's also good to be a fly in the wall sometimes. And, and listen to what's going on, yeah. <laughs> that's right. What they're saying I'd love about to, me. That's right. That's, I think that's my main <laughs> part. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, no. so it'd be nice to know what people <laughs> yeah, are saying exactly. about me. Once. It would be nice, yeah. I keep thinking of that, like, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say this, but, you know, at my funeral, what, what are they going to say about me? <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Uh, all right. Let's, let's, let's move on. Um, can you cook? And if so, what's your signature dish, mate? I, I love cooking, Bill. Do you? Yeah. It's, There's it's, something I didn't know about you. Yeah, I've been trying out some new recipes. I've, I follow oh, okay. quite a few uh, Instagram pages about cooking and, yeah, I like trying a few different things. But if you ask uh, Michelle and my kids – uh, my signature dish is my spag bowl. Spag bowl? Yeah, I think Very when I was – after my separation, it was the easiest thing to cook for the kids <laughs> when they came yeah, over. It's pretty easy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, throw I, in some garlic. They love that. That's so. it. They're beautiful. Very good. Yeah, so um, spag bowl is my, my uh, okay, dish. Okay. So with this spag bowl, what what three people dead or alive would you invite over to, 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 to taste this Magnificent spag bowl. It'd be Phil Collins. Phil Collins, yes. Yeah, and hopefully I'll find out what In The Air Tonight's all about. Yeah. No one really knows. Um, Macca from Australia all over. I'd yeah. love to have a chat to him. He's okay. spoken to a, you know, if you listen to it, you'll sort of get what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Um, he talks to people all over Australia, so he's okay. definitely got a few stories to tell, oh, nice, I'd nice. say. And I think David Attenborough would be okay. good to get in, I think, have a chat with him. No cyclists? Uh, no. No? Okay. No. Um, that's well, okay. I get to chat to a few of them already. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I got to okay. do that. I had dinner with Shane Kelly. Oh, that's right. And Matt Keenan. Yeah. And Matt Keenan. Of course so, you have. Yeah, of course. Dave McKenzie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've had a few dinners with them already. So, so yeah, don't worry about them. That's fair enough. That's a good answer. Um, your favourite band? So artist. my favourite band, as the previous uh, answer, was is Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. I'm um, yeah, huge Q, uh, Phil Collins fan. And I was pretty lucky that Michelle and I could take the boys to see him in live when he was, when he was last here in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, and it was their first ever concert. And because I'd brainwashed them for years in the car, it was quite good to see the kids singing along to songs that <laughs> they knew every word. How good is it when you, you know, this day and age, when you brainwash your kids to your music and, and they love it and they still enjoy it? And I mean, it was like some of my bands that I like, and like I've brainwashed my kids. And I'm like, and they still like that music, and plus their own music, but yeah, they still love our music. It's, it's, it's awesome. I love brainwashing the kids. It was great to see, you know, we, yeah. we, I got the best tickets I could get. And, okay, um, awesome. And, uh, yeah, they just had, you know, and being their first concert, it was extra special for me as well. Oh, so very it good. Was, it was good. So, favourite song? And funnily enough, it's not a Phil Collins yeah, song. I, I, saw, I saw that, yeah. Because I asked him, I knew, I knew your favourite band and Phil Collins, etc. Yep. And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll get a Phil Collins song. But, but you didn't give me that one, though. No, no. Okay, please my, explain. My, my favourite song is by Paul Young, Wherever I Lay My Hat. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was something I could watch. It was probably the first song I knew all the words to. Oh, really? And um, probably the first song I could actually sort of understand. And... 
yeah, as a young kid moving around a bit um, after my mum and dad got the, separated and stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, you sort of didn't really know, you know, where home was. So it was sort of rang true okay. to a bit. Awesome. But, okay, um, so that's a good explanation. And my boys know every word too. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, brainwashed. <laughs> All right, let's play Wherever I Lay My Hat by Paul Young. Hey, I'm Jane Oakley, a Matilda alumni footballer, number 36, and you're listening to Radio Karen. Stay tuned. All right, that was Wherever I Lay My Hat by Paul Young. Thank you, Aaron. Brilliant song. Lovely, lovely. All right, let's move along. So what's been your favourite holiday destination to date, mate? Okay, so I think that my favourite holiday would have been, uh, I went in 95, I did eight weeks in the States. Okay. And I visited my pen friend. Okay, you got a pen friend. Yes, Tara, Tara Holland in uh, oh, Oklahoma. Nice. So I went and visited her and, and we did eight weeks. A friend of mine, Andrew and uh, I, we did eight weeks around the States. Oh, beautiful. And um, she came with us for a few weeks and, um, yeah, we're still writing to each other. Well, not writing each other these days. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll still message, message her on the phone. A lot easier. And yeah, you can so, FaceTime now, can't you? <laughs> yeah, so I've been writing to her since 2016. So, wow, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, writing um, – Going over there and um, visiting her, and then going to the places like the Grand Canyon, Vegas, New York, Beautiful. the World Trade Centers, and awesome. no longer there. So, so just how did you get to pen friend someone? It was know, through like, school. Through school, yeah. Just like I had, but you weren't at school in 2016, mate. So. No, no. So it was so to, to 95. I went over there. Oh, so oh, 95. Oh, sorry, 95, my apologies. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. So in 95, we went over there. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was 21. So yeah, probably what was that this 1990? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in school, got a couple of addresses. I just wrote to okay some people. They some didn't respond. And wow. Tira did, and we're still, still friends, friends today. Oh, beautiful, yeah, very so. good. That's that's awesome. And I snuck over there in uh, 2014 for her 40th. Okay, surprised. Surprised, her and, yeah. yeah. And she was surprised. I don't mind surprises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we noticed that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think I'm I'm really looking forward to next year. I think that's going to be my favourite. That'll take over. Yeah. So riding in the hills. Gonna, well, okay. will be um, definitely looking forward to that. So, a lot of training has started already. Yes, I've noticed that. Uh, yeah, you've been doing a few bit of hill work already. Yes. So I guess that's the answer to my next question. Do no, you have a, it's no, not. it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you won up me. All right. So, so do you have a bucket list destination? Yeah. So Michelle and I, have, we've already started discussing. Oh, okay. it. Of course, you got, of course, you're married now. So it's yes, got, a, got a, <laughs> two people, not just one. That's okay. right. So we're. Um, I'm pretty keen to do a trip around Australia. Uh, yeah. So uh, I want to uh, join the Grey Nomads. Yeah. So, Matt, yeah, 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 that's on the top of my bucket list at the moment, but I'm not sure. It could be a few years away. Oh, mate, let me tell you, I did it when I was 21. Now it's, I'm 60 over here. That's a long bloody time ago. Yeah. And we did it with a couple of mates and it's bloody awesome. And um, you don't realise how big this country is when you start driving around Australia and you think, shit. People walked around here with horses and donkeys and stuff like that, and, and we're driving. And, yes, and it's so big and vast. Yeah, that, that, that's what I want to do. I want to just get yeah, out there and awesome. see it. So, a lot of plan that you know it takes more than five months, you know, a month to plan something like that. So, <laughs> well, it does. But maybe when you when you're twenty and twenty one, you just just go. Yeah. Just go. You yeah. know, is that where you got your love for combi vans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I had my love for combi vans before that, but um, but we actually did it in a HR station wagon, believe it or not. <laughs> But anyway, it was, it was great fun. I, I have crossed the Nullarbor in an X, uh, XE Falcon wagon. Okay, yeah. With yeah. five people in it. Yeah, no, we had, we had the HR station wagon with a full pack rack on the top, crossing the Nullarbor, and there was, at that stage there was about two or 300 kilometres of dirt road, 
uh, we hit a bull dust hole and bang, and the pack rack just fell onto the onto the roof, onto the bonnet, and then we turfed the pack rack, put all the gear in the back, and just drive, continued to drive. That was cool. That was cool. Yes, that was great, awesome. great trip. All right. So, is there one place if you if money wasn't an object, right? You oh, had all okay. the money in the world, yep. no object. What's the one place you'd like to retire to? Oh, you didn't put that in the question you sent to me. Didn't I? <laughs> no, yes, I did. All you said is, is there a place you'd like to retire oh, well, to? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Money's not an option. Oh, I, I, I just threw that one in. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I'd probably love to have a bit of land. Yeah. You know, a bit of land, not not too far away from family, but, okay, you yeah. know, nice house with a nice view. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Maybe a few goats. Michelle would love the goats. Katsikia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't mind goat stew, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, something like that. But, uh-huh. you know, maybe even a, a holiday house in a warmer climate. So Yeah, yeah warmer climate during, nice. during the winter you can yeah, just, just nick off somewhere off and exactly during the winter right. and yeah. keep warm. Yeah, no, I vowed I'm never going to do a full – Winter in Melbourne again. I'm getting too old for this. Anyway. That's right. All right. Um, do you have a favourite all-time movie? Yeah, I thought. I just think about like I love movies like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's, that's a common one that comes keeps coming yeah, up. Yeah, like I, but the the aspect I like is right at the end when the the bad guy gets exposed. <laughs> yeah, by he's just you know and being undermined like, for a, for a long period of time and yeah, then just, just but pain. um yeah I don't mind stuff like that you know yeah. a movie like that so awesome. okay but also I like ones that keep you guessing because you keep you guessing yeah um. I watched a good one the other night. I don't know if it's, it's an old. It's an old. When I say old, I think it was released in two thousand and four. Layer Cake. Okay. It's got um. Oh, it's the guy that played James Bond in it. Um, I've forgotten his name now. Anyway, but it was. It was. It, was, it kept you guessing a fair bit. It was, it was a nice. It was a good movie. Yes. Anyway, um, moving along. Is there a series or movie that you can recommend to people? Yes. Well, talking about guessing and keeping you on your toes when it comes to a movie. The, probably the movie that got me the best was um, Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds. With Will Smith. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until right near the end you sort of went, oh, my God. Oh, okay. Wow, I, I okay. I haven't seen that. But um, just if you do watch it. Yeah, I will. With, Absolutely. With, with Jane, um, make sure you've got a box of tissues with you. Okay, thanks. Get you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> you think everyone's cruising along and you're not really understanding what's going on and then all of a sudden, whack. Bang, and wham. You understand that it all comes together at the end. So. Okay. Um, and what, if anything, are you currently watching? Currently watching Billy the Kid. Oh, I've been stand. meaning to watch that. It's, and it is really good. Oh, I want to watch it. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's quite a – you can actually see the, the what the Billy's going through. Mm-hmm. And, okay. again, it's like it's one of those ones where you, know, you sort of – you're getting really involved and invested in, in his character. So mm-hmm. it was, we're really enjoying that at the moment. So oh, Awesome. And – how many series is that at the moment? It's in the second series. Second series, Second yeah. episode okay. just came out last okay. night. We watched it, so. All right, I'll yeah, get on to that one. It's a, it's a Very good Very good. Awesome. All right. What, if anything, scares Aaron? Deep water. Deep water? Yes. Okay. I'm happy to go into water. Yeah. On my own terms. Term, yeah. I've been pushed in too many times, so it's, I will go in on my terms. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, once it gets too deep. Yeah. Um, like you're where out. I, where it's probably... You know, if you go out in a boat and we, we and yeah. can't see the bottom, yeah, I'm yeah, you don't, very yeah. reluctant to yeah, yeah, get no, in. I, so I can understand that. Yeah, you just, yeah. sharks come from any direction. Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yes. don't just come from the sides; <laughs> no. they come from any, underneath. Anyway, as underneath well. as well. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, now, mate, despite me knowing you for ten or so years, I have no idea who you follow in the AFL. And if you follow the AFL, do you? I I follow the umpires, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> you have mentioned that pretty much before. I remember. Yes. That now. Look. I was more of a cricket nut yeah, you were, than yeah, I were yeah, footy. Yeah. Um, That's but fair enough. in Western Australia, I did follow the red and white of South Fremantle. South Fremantle, yeah. And because uh, I was a Fremantle boy. 
Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so when I came over here, I obviously, you know, followed the Swans. Okay, yeah. Uh, for a while. And then, yeah, I sort of lost interest in footy a lot. Yeah. Like, I watch a grand final, I watch a game. I love, love watching a, a close game that mm-hmm. sort of gets you yeah. invested and stuff like that. But I just don't have the love for the game like I, people like yeah. yourself, Billy. <laughs> yeah, no. <Okay>. Fanatical. <laughs> Fanatical, yeah. I won't bring that up anymore. But I, I, do, I do like hassling the boys at work um, for because uh, they're, they're not real supporters. Okay. They're only barrackers. <laughs> no, I can barrackers. You're, you're, not a, yeah. you're not a real supporter until you buy a membership. <laughs> that's right. You keep, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. And finally, mate. What is the one thing in the world that you'd like to see happen which would make you happy before you leave this planet? Well, that was a good question, Bill. So I actually had to really think about oh, this good. one. Finally. <laughs> and it came down to the fact I'd love to see my two boys become dads yeah, that- before they uh, before I go. Awesome. So yeah, I'm not uh, in a hurry for them to do it now. <laughs> Boys, get ready. <laughs> get working. <laughs> no, don't. Are they in, in your own time. Are they in a relationship at the moment? Um, neither of them are. Oh, okay. They're both single at the moment, <laughs> which is, which is you know, that's up to them. But, uh, yeah, I'm not in for in for them to be a Mate. rush to become dads, but I'd love to be around yeah. when that happens. So. Mate, I've got to tell you, and it's from the bottom of my heart, not just my kids, uh, my, my mate's kids that have become parents, I look at them and I think, where – they're brilliant parents. Yeah. Like I think, like like my kids, where did you get that from? You didn't get it from me. <laughs> um, and my mate's kids, they're all brilliant parents. They're, yeah. not, they're not one kid that, that I know, currently out of my friends, my friend's group, friendship group, all the kids have become brilliant parents. They're, I just cannot, oh, I, I, I get, it, it blows my mind. Yes. It's, it's brilliant actually, yeah. You're right, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to be a step-granddad. Step-granddad, yes. Step, uh, they call me Grazza. Grazza, okay. Yeah, so, which is really cool. But, uh, so um, it was three grandkids, step-grandkids at the yeah. moment with two coming in the next month or so. Whoa. Twins coming for okay. uh, for Michael and Sammy. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I reckon just seeing my boys – being yeah, parents, parents, yeah, no, it, it's a, it's a, it's a big buzz, it's a huge buzz, yeah. And, and having that grandkid, it's, it's like grandkids, it's awesome, yeah, like yeah. And I've got five, and Jane's got two, so we've got seven between us. And out of all of them, they're all pretty good, except for ones that <laughs> runs a little bit rampant, but he, but he, he'll turn out okay. He'll be a fine, bit, but they, no, they're brilliant. The, the grandkids, yeah, they are. All right, before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to mention about Roval Riders, mate? Yeah, I just want to, you know, I've, you know, yes, I am the founder and the president, but Roval Riders is, uh, is nothing, is not a club without um, our, our members and especially those members who are on our committee. You know, um, they do an amazing job to uh, keep, it, <laughs> keep, keep our club going. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of them have taken on my passion and yeah, for Roval Riders yeah, and it's now their passion. Their passion, yeah. yeah and, yeah. you know, I think that's a, a reward for me yeah. in, in, in a way that, you know, someone is, thinks that Roval Riders is worth it, yeah. you know, and yeah. worth putting time into. And I just want to thank them all for, yeah. for everything they do, especially you, Billy. No, no. But and, like, go on, sorry. Yeah, and then our members. Yeah. You know, we're not a club without our members. No, no, we're not, we're not. And it's awesome that, you know, we keep getting those numbers. Like you said, you wanted at least 100 each year and we're getting 100 plus every year. And, and, and despite the last three years with COVID, our numbers haven't really dropped. No, they it's haven't. Been, it's so been awesome. So it, they've stuck by been. us they're, they're, or stuck by the, by the, uh, by the club. It's yes. awesome. And, uh, yeah, and thanks for having me on, oh, my. Billy. It's our pleasure, mate. It's I remember pleasure. our first interview 
at the two down under. Oh, two down, yeah, yeah, that's right. And yes. uh, this is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty, I'm, <laughs> we've moved, we've moved on from a mobile phone, mate. We have, you, you have. <laughs> You've a, done a great a, job into a studio. Oh, I've been very lucky to uh, to be welcomed into the studio through uh, Radio Caram. It's been awesome. It's, it's a it's a great experience. So, Skip, thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, I know you're not a local here, but you're from we're from Roval, Roval Riders, but Roval Riders do visit the bay pretty much every second week and spend a few dollars down the coffee shops and, and, and get a great admiration of mining the, the peninsula, the bayside. It's, it's been awesome. It's been a great adventure the last 10, 10 or so years. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and, and continue to, to do so. Now, before I sign off, folks, I just want to mention uh, something I'm not really very happy about, but um, one of my friend's young son, who's 13 years of age, has had his bike stolen. Now, the poor kid, he's 13, um, I live in Parkdale, he's had his bike stolen. He himself purchased the bike with his own money. It's a $3,000 bike. He's, he's saved from his, all his chores and pocket money and some low life has stolen his bike um, and unfortunately, you know, there's not much we can do about it at this stage, but I'm just asking for a shout out to, to everyone that uh, follows Marketplace or wherever. If anyone comes across a... a Norca S4 mountain bike, please, inf- uh, going cheap um, on, on marketplace or, or being sold anywhere, notify the police or, or get in touch with me and, and let's get the, let's hopefully get this bike back for this young kid. You know he's absolutely absolutely devastated. Uh, like I say, he's 13 years of age, three thousand dollars paid out of his own pocket, uh, not his parents. He he, he worked part time and, and got all that money and um, he's really devoted at the moment. So yeah, I'm not, we're not really happy with that, but it seems to be happening quite a bit. So. Let's, let's put a stamp on it if we can. All right. Don't forget, folks, make sure you like uh, Radio Caram on Facebook or Insta and keep an eye out for your favourite shows and, uh, and when they're broadcasting. Uh, check out our website, radiocaram.org, for more information about other shows on the station. So this is Triple B Social saying thank you once again uh, for listening and hope you enjoyed this week's show. Uh, real people, real stories. I hope to speak to you soon. Thanks, Aaron. It's been an absolute blast, mate. Much appreciated. And I hope you're having the time of your life, people. But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life